parents are upset that a public school is teaching students to pray in Aztec and drugs in the urine from a music festival is threatening local eels. An American wins a marathon after two Kenyans go in the wrong direction. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in a Los Angeles closet. Yeah, that's me, guys. I'm flexing. Can you see it? Flexing. A flex for you. Flex. Yeah. Flexing. Parents want public schools to stop asking the students to pray to the Aztec gods. Three California parents are actually suing to prevent the state's public school system from reciting prayers to Aztec gods that have been worshipped with human sacrifice, arguing that doing so violates the U.S. and state constitutions. I had no idea that uh, students were saying prayers to Aztec deities in school. We never did that. We did the Pledge of Allegiance in the morning. We never were like, and praise Kilachowantantantantantantantun. Are these, um, I'm just trying to create my own Aztec gods here. I don't, uh, Chapultepec? Is that a, <laughs> I feel like that's an Aztec god, Chapultepec. Maybe that's a type of cheese. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, oh, I got one. Quetzalcoatl. That's definitely a uh, serpent god, I think. Well, this issue emerged earlier this year. They're very serious about this. Uh, some researcher reported that a particular aspect of the California state's ethnic studies curriculum suggests chanting. Uh, these chants invoke the deity Texcatlipoca. Texcatlipoca. I was very close. Texcatlipoca is a, <laughs> I can't say this, is an Aztec god that was honored with human sacrifices. Uh, in Aztec mythology, Texcatlipoca is the brother of Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl, how about that? Yes, Quetzalcoatl's real, guys. See, I know what I'm talking about, sort of, like 10% of the time. All of these deities, uh, there's two others that I can't pronounce. All of them appear to be invoked in a chant. Uh, but what about this chant? Who's, when does this chant occur? Uh, right before dodgeball in the gymnasium? I don't, I don't understand. Obviously, these parents are up in arms about it. Perhaps the kids came home from school and they were like, can we sacrifice somebody? We want to pull a beating heart out of somebody's chest, Ma, like they showed us in school. There's a, a lawyer representing the parents, apparently, and saying that this is unconstitutional. Here's a quote from the lawyer. Our clients are not opposed to having students learn about different cultures and religions, of course, of course, including the practices of those Aztecs. But the California State Board of Education's approved ethnic studies curriculum goes far beyond that by directing the students to pray to Aztec deities. You know, this portion of the ethnic studies model curriculum is not only offensive to all, but blatantly unconstitutional. So apparently, as part of the ethnic studies, they're like, okay, we're going to teach you about the Aztecs. Hey, kids, let's, let's uh, learn an Aztec prayer. Uh, now the Board of Education in California and the Department of Education are listed as defendants in this new complaint. And then uh, the defendants are saying that, you know, promoting the use of Aztec prayers is uh, just not okay. And I, I don't know how I feel about this. I, I mean, if they're just screwing around, let's do a prayer for fun. So what? I mean, you're reading the Odyssey in class. It's a long poem, right? That has a lot of sacrifices going on as well. Mostly animals, but there's a lot of crazy 
crazy shit in there. Homer was really pushing the boundaries. I don't know. You just this, this is somebody's culture. This is part of their history. Uh, you know, maybe, I, I highly doubt that they're making the kids do it every morning or every day in class. They probably just like, hey, let's read one of their prayers. Let's see how weird it is. You know, let's just take in some of their culture. They probably did it once, and so I don't, I don't see why you gotta upset the apple cart by suing the school at this point. You know, take the kid out of the class if you don't like it. I mean. It's everybody that's, uh, this gets me, like, you're displeased with a situation, you're one of a billion people that is displeased with it, and then you go and try to change the whole thing because you're uncomfortable. You know, this is three parents out of how many, and, you know, I'm not a parent, maybe I shouldn't even be making this judgment, but if I was a parent, I'd be a reasonable parent, and I wouldn't sue the school, I would take my kid out of that class if I disagreed with the curriculum. Curriculums are, you know, arbitrary. They're according to the teacher, according to the school. Uh, you know, you get one curriculum here, one curriculum there. You have choices. If you don't like it, you go. To, it's like if you don't like my comedy show, go go see go see Fluffy down the street. You have options. <laughs> I don't know why I said Fluffy. And by the way. I never learned cool crap like this in my public school education. No, we learned some boring stuff, I'm telling you right now. I would have loved to have learned some sort of Aztec sacrificial chant. That would have been very exciting. That would have actually had me paying attention in school. I would have been like, wow, this is weird. I'm, I'm in. I'm all in. I'm not skipping school tomorrow. We're going to learn about the Mayans. We're gonna, yeah, I just like this stuff. I think it's cool. But, you know, that's my taste. What do you guys think about this whole story? Call the show, please. 646-450-2012. I'd like to hear from some parents as well. Traces of cocaine and MDMA in public urine is posing a threat to some eels. Public urination at the Glastonbury Festival led to illegal drugs entering a river running through the famous site in southwestern England, potentially harming some local wildlife, according to a study. Researchers at Bangor University in Wales discovered very alarming levels of cocaine and MDMA in the White Lake River, which runs through Worthy Farm, which is where this very huge popular music festival, the Glastonbury Music Festival, is usually held. More than 200,000 people go to this festival. That means 200,000 people peeing cocaine and molly into the river. There's still traces of it in the river, apparently. Where is this place? I need to go for a swim. <laughs> Get a free high. <laughs> hey, just kidding, guys. I care about the wildlife, all right? Uh, Jonesy doesn't condone peeing your MDMA urine into a river. But what about the eels, guys? The study found that MDMA concentrations quadrupled the week after the 2019 festival, while cocaine concentrations reached levels previously shown to affect the life cycle of well, uh, some wildlife called the European eel, which is in the river, lives there and is critically endangered already. I, don't know. I would think that if I was an endangered eel, I'd be quite happy to get some MDMA in my life, to be honest with you. It's just it's going to make me feel good for a little while. You know, life is a little bleak for the European eel. Let's be real. There's not too many of them. They need to procreate. What better drug to get you procreating than MDMA? <laughs> Sorry. As PETA comes down on me to cancel, cancel him, cancel him. It is a little podcast recorded in a closet. Now we got someone named Christian, who's a professor 
who led the study, Christian said that the levels of illegal drugs were high enough to be classified as environmentally damaging. Uh, he added, though, that the levels of drugs in the river decline pretty quickly after the Glastonbury Festival is over. <laughs> sure, because because the river runs, you know, just runs away. So whatever little hamlets lie and south of that river or wherever direction the river's flowing, though that wildlife is going to get high. Notice I said hamlet, which is uh, something they still use in, in England, I think, to describe a very small town, which is hilarious to me that you would still use that word. But okay, you guys still want to do what you want to do over there. Uh, the study was done with a master's student um, in the Center for Environmental Biotechnology. They measured levels of illegal drugs in the river before, during, and after the last Glastonbury Festival. Researchers say the increase in drug levels had come from festival goers urinating in public, causing the chemicals to eventually enter the river, which happens particularly quickly in wet weather conditions. What are people just like walking to the edge of the river and just pissing in it during the festival? It just seems very... Well, these, yeah, these festival goers, they never have manners. They're just a bunch of animals, really. Just like, hey, get right music! Give me some drugs and some music! I want days of drugs and music! I don't even know how you can take this many drugs and even enjoy the music you know i see people just passed out at music festivals you go you open the porta potty there's some like teenage girl just slumped over in there <laughs> like what's going on people are using music festivals as just gatherings to do hardcore drugs who cares about the music hardcore drugs is going on over there and why aren't there porta potties at the glastonbury festival or are there porta potties but they're just like there's not enough of them like, get it together, Glastonbury Festival. You got like a quarter of a million people coming to your festival. Have some porta potties. Can't have people peeing in the river. Yeah. Not that I enjoy the porta potty either. That's what a music festival is all about, guys. Doing hardcore drugs in a porta potty. <laughs> Take, oh, taking that MDMA crap in a porta potty. Ooh, terrible, right? We've all been there. Those MDMA craps, they come. The cocaine craps. Oh, boy. You're like at a festival, you're like, oh, man, it's coming. You got to get to a porta potty and you're just in there. That's just the worst. <laughs> Maybe just do it. Maybe it makes more sense to just crap in the river. Uh, I don't know. I never crapped in a river before. Got one more quote from the guy who ran the study. My last chance to insert a terrible accent for you guys. This has highlighted the fact that stopping public urination is very, very important. Not just for the traditional pollutants, which we've kind of known about, but for, for these... These types of pollutants, which we're only now really becoming aware of, which is basically illicit drug waste, pharmaceutical waste. It's very important the way they affect the environment. What about the eels, guys? The eels. And those little bunnies with sharp teeth. Sharp, sharp teeth. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. An American won a marathon after two Kenyans went in the wrong direction. Tyler Pence from Illinois won the Quad Cities Marathon, but only after two Kenyan runners accidentally took the wrong route. 
This is the only way a white guy is going to win a marathon <laughs> these days is <laughs> if the Kenyans go the wrong way. <laughs> Jonesy, how can you say that? That's racist. What are you saying about white people? I'm saying we're not as fast. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you want to cancel me? Cancel me! Canceled in yet another segment on this show. Kenyan runners... Ooh, uh, this is a difficult name. I'm going to try it, though. Elijah Mwangange Saulo. And uh, the other Kenyan runner's name is just Luke. <laughs> Luke Kibbit. Very easy. Very different names, by the way. Parents were obsessed with Star Wars. Uh, so Elijah and Luke were far ahead of the white guy, Tyler, midway through the race when they spotted a volunteer bicyclist who accidentally led them into the wrong direction. Oh, one of Tyler's buddies on a bike. <laughs> it's like, hey, Tyler, no worry, buddy. I got this. Hey, guys, follow me. The race is this way through the cemetery. <laughs> the two Kenyans followed the cyclist who, instead of turning in the direction of the path, biked straight ahead and in, uh, in the wrong direction. Not towards the finish line. That's for damn sure. He took him to an ice cream stand. <laughs> like, hey, guys, we're at Dairy Queen. Have a seat. <laughs> no, no, no. The race is probably over by now. You've been running seven miles in the wrong direction. Sorry about that. Just thought you looked, you looked very parched. I thought I'd get you a lemonade. So I just took you to a lemonade stand. <laughs> oh, this is outrageous. The idea that someone would do it on purpose just makes me giddy. I'm sure that's not what happened. It was a mistake. The poor Kenyans flew all the way here for that. Ugh, poor guys. Tyler, age 28, finished with a personal best of his own of two hours, 15 minutes, and six seconds. He got a first, praise, first place prize of 3,000 buckos. The win also gave the United States its first Quad Cities Marathon champion since 2001. Yeah, because we don't win these races. My goodness. We don't, even, we don't win the races that happen here, these marathons in our own country. We're just like, hey, if I can get in the top 10 as an American, that's a big win. After the race, Tyler said, this is my impression of Tyler, who won the race. Oh, bro, it was pretty obvious, man, which way runners were supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, he was not sure what... I wasn't sure what these guys were even thinking. Salo and Kibbit, these Kenyans, man, what were they doing? Anyways, I was about 20 seconds back, so I kind of saw it happen, you know? But, I, you know, bro, I'm not going to shout, you know? I'm not going to fix it. It's not my job, bro. Not my job. <laughs> I like how Tyler just took the... Uh, I played the fifth. I saw them running into the forest off to the side of the road. I thought it was strange, but maybe I'm thinking maybe they got to pee. <laughs> That's why I'm not going to stop them from peeing. Race officials are reportedly considering how they might compensate both the Kenyan runners. The race director named Joe confirmed that the volunteer cyclists actually went the wrong way, but blames the Kenyans for ignoring what he says are clear markers and signs um, that indicate where the road is. Um, yeah, I don't know what you do, how to fix this situation. I feel bad for the Kenyans on some level, but uh, I don't know. Is this their first race? You got to pay attention to the signs. That bicyclist, though, that could be confusing. I mean, we don't know. I wasn't there. Maybe the bicyclist is like, this way, guys, this way. I don't know. Uh, running marathons is just silly business, in my opinion, anyways. I don't know why you want to spend your life this way. It's ridiculous. Running 26 point whatever the hell miles. What the, there are much better things to do with your time, guys. Seriously. Um, like what? I don't know. Swimming in a river full of Molly <laughs> at a music festival. Guys, guys, come on. Here's a better way to spend your time. Joining the Patreon for Weird AF News. Yeah, I said it right here, guys. Cancel me. Cancel me. You can't cancel me. I got patrons. Take that. Oh, it's uh, patreon.com slash weird AF News, by the way. 
There is news on the pod, and I'm sure that it is weird news. Yes, I'm certain it is so weird. Weird AF news. Do you guys know that song that I'm parodying there? Do you know? Write me, tell me. Funnyjones at gmail.com. Let's play a little game called Jonesy does a parody of an old song. And what was it? What is it? Uh, thanks to everyone who's written me. Is that the per- correct uh, phrase? Written me. Th- thanks to all those who wrote me. If you if you written me, <laughs> if you have written me, I appreciate you. I got a lot of articles yesterday. Super, super helpful. Um, got an email from Tiffany who's uh, having problems with her Google News uh, assistant on the Google Home playing Weird AF News. Wait, this keeps coming up, guys. You, you go into your settings and try to choose an, an alternate way to play Weird AF News. You have choices in there when you go in there. You only have two choices, actually. You can play them. You can play the show via Google Podcast, or you can play the show via Spotify. If you're having trouble with one, choose the other. See if it still gives you an issue. This is what I've been told by uh, Google, who I had to get on the phone. Believe me, it wasn't easy. And I don't have a Google Home, so I don't even know what I was saying. I'm like, I'm trying to get through it. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like reading the complaints that I've been getting. I would love to troubleshoot this for you guys, so let's see if we can figure it out. So go into your settings, try the other podcast player. Now, I know people are like, no, I just have my Google Assistant plays Google News. Yeah, yeah, well, in the settings, you can choose how my show is played. My show just isn't played on the Google Home. No, no, no. An app is run through the Google Home, and it's either Spotify or it's Google Podcasts. These are apps that actually play podcasts. You need one of those to play any podcast. You need a pod player. So the Google Home isn't the pod player. It uses a pod player that you can switch from in the settings. So try the other one and let me know how that comes up. Let's get some feedback in here and let's see if we can fix the issue. I want you guys to be able to hear my show clearly. It's, uh, it's upsetting to me that it's coming out so crappy. I hate that. If you really want to listen to the show and it's, and it's crappy on your Google Home, just take out your phone, man, and just listen to Google Podcasts on your phone. It's a great app. I use it on my phone. I also use Spotify to listen to podcasts. Who doesn't have Spotify? It's a great way to listen to stuff. And um, just you can do it that way. You can hook up Spotify, I'm sure, to your Google Home and listen to all your music that way. You could just include Weird AF News in that, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, let, let me know. Write me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can even call me, 646-450-2012. You can reach out to me on the social medias, at funnyjones on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I mentioned the Patreon a little earlier. That would be great if you would check that out. Um, you, there's a Patreon app that you can download as well. You get bonus episodes and a lot of stuff that I stick in there on a weekly basis. You know, extra articles, stuff that's visual, visually weird stuff. Like what I'm gonna, I'm, I saw something go down in Florida that was amazing yesterday. I'm gonna put that in the Patreon because as a podcast, like audio doesn't work. You gotta see the video. Um, so the Patreon will have all that in there. Uh, just extra content, you know? Or, you know, just join the Patreon because it's a good feeling that you have supporting a guy doing a, a daily news show all on his own. That could be a thing, too, that makes you feel good inside. If you want to get into heaven, that's a thing. Heaven's a thing, isn't it? Heaven, I heard, isn't too far away, by the way. Closer to it every day. No matter what your friends might say. <laughs> okay, all right. That, that's a song. 